Are you ready? Let's roll the dice. In our last episode, uh, you guys went up against four skeletons because Masala wanted you to see what a real necromancer could do. Because I don't think that y'all had come up, come up against any actual necromantic things to this point. So Masala's like, all right, let's show off. Uh, and y'all made pretty short work of the skeletons. Uh, y'all took a little bit of damage, so everybody's a little bit roughed up. Um, a couple of you are poisoned, but that poison isn't going to start to affect you until like 20 hours from now. So it's not anything to worry about. I just thought I'd put it in there before we get tweets like, did you remember that Diggs is poison? I remembered. Um, Diggs will remember this. <laughs> yeah. Um, so after you thwarted Masala's combat plans again, y'all had a heart-to-heart with him. And uh, while he was willing to let y'all just take the next card, uh, Ixen decided that she wanted to fight. So y'all are uh, currently back in the ring. Uh, the audience has trickled back in from getting their snacks again at the second intermission. So y'all, so everyone in the crowd is a little bit confused to see Masala walk out on the floor because he's usually up. He's not down there, um, but he's he's down there and he's still got his fancy little tuxedo on. Um, and he like raises his arms to the audience and everybody kind of quiets down to see what the hell is going on. And he's like, they won. They won. And everyone started, starts booing. He's like, now? To be fair. To be fair. I offered to let them go. I was magnanimous. I was gracious, even. But no. They decided to challenge me. I glare at Ixon. They decided to challenge me. In my own house. I'm gonna sort of like pipe up and use um, thaumaturgy on my own voice to make it a little bit louder um, and just be like, you all wanted to show and here it is. <laughs> oh, she's absolutely tre- like trembling. I'm just like shaking like, ah, this is fine. <laughs> Masala goes to say something else, but the, the, the screaming of the crowd drowns him out because everyone is just so entranced by this little elf who is not interested in fighting all of a sudden being like, let's fuck it up. So Masala just gives up on the rest of his speech and goes, all right. So let's roll initiative. All right. <laughs> um, uh, while we're rolling initiative, um, may I ask, um, lean over to someone, one of the smalls, and be like, hey friend, can you boost me? Because <laughs> I just rolled a two. <laughs> I got a 22. Eight. But anyways, I need I need my HP up a little bit. I have the supreme healing thing. Uh, yeah, so I have a greater healing potion. That's the last one left from Sarsen. Um, <laughs> rest in pieces. <laughs> rest in fucking pepperoni. Um... <laughs> And I'm, I'll, I will hand that over to uh, my my large, <laughs> my dragonborn. Ixen, did you get did you get me? Four d four plus plus four. 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 Okay. That's a lot of health. Yeah. It is a lot of health. That's why it's greater. Wow. That that puts 
Good old healing spells to shame. Shoot, dang! Ah, shit, yeah! 16! Motherfucking shit, yeah. So, Ixen's up to 32 HP. Wow. Finally, thank God. Which is almost all the way up to normal, which is great. Okay, um... Thank you, Sayersha. Yeah, Sayersha, come through. Alright, so the turn order is Sayersha, Masala, Gary, Perry, and Ixen. Who the hell thought of Gary and Perry? (laughs) <laughs> uh, that's why i call him greg y'all wonder really yes. um all right so i have an single slot left um <laughs> hey me too friendo boy. high five <laughs> well all right so because i have an slot left um i am gonna pull so i am gonna do a longbow um i'm gonna run and position myself uh, a little bit farther away, um, like around here, uh, near the um, backside compared to where uh, Masala is. And I'm going to pull out my longbow and I'm going to shoot. Shoot Shoot. that boy. Cast that bow. I cast arrow. (laughs) (laughs) And it is a 17. Um, uh, Okay, cool. <laughs> that's nice. Does it hit? Yeah, that that hits. Sweet, that's eleven piercing damage. All right, that's right in his jackal ass. Uh, <laughs> but he's a dragonborn. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So yeah, so Yersha takes that good shot, and it gets Masala right in the right in the the bread basket. And he's like, <laughs> and he's like, ah. <laughs> 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 He makes a very undignified noise, but you can't hear it because the crowd gets so loud because all of a sudden, like, oh, no, they got a shot off. Oh, no. Um, While Masala is fairly well-liked around here, I mean, they're not going to pass up. uh, It's like seeing Vince McMahon taken down. They're not going to pass up an opportunity to see him get hurt. They like violence. Yeah, man. like, Like, we like you and all, but shoot. We're just gonna turn this into the fantasy WWE, like you know that, right? That's it. That's that's, that's, that's what, it what it is. A very solid and strange question: What part of the anatomy on a dragonborn is the breadbasket? <laughs> <laughs> because that's what you said that you got hit in, and I don't. Is that the chest? Anatomically, on a dragonborn, it's just above the meat locker. The meat locker. Okay. Ah! <laughs> Yowza! That's unfortunate. <laughs> Holy guacamole. But it's it's just below the dairy section. The chi- I got it. Yeah, the chill chest. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the chill chest. Yeah, it's like lower chest area. Okay. okay. Um, let's. Let, I'm... <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> You're welcome. I'm so proud of us. <laughs> um, okay, so um, Masala is going to cast a. Uh, Cast a spell, um, and we're gonna see if this works because I'm still. How many times am I gonna say I'm bad at spell casting on this podcast? So the Sala is gonna cast Slashing Darkness against Sayersha. Oh man, oh. that sounds fucking cool. It is fucking cool. A, a hissing ribbon of darkness lashes out from Masala's hand towards Sayersha, but falls short because he he did a seven against her AC, <laughs> and that ain't it. That that moving out of the way real helped me. That was mighty impressive. If not, so sad. <laughs> all right, so mighty, all right, mighty impressive. It's your turn now, so go for it, Diggs. Do it to him. Oh, 
You know I had to do it to him. I'm I'm going <laughs> to do it to him. Well, since I really haven't done this yet, I'm going to I'm going to do what a cleric does, and that's smash. As a cleric can confirm. Uh I'm going to move here so such say Ursha can still probably shoot from that distance. <laughs> that was the weirdest way anyone has ever pronounced my name. Actually, can I actually go behind him and flank him? Yeah, man. Fuck yeah, I'm gonna flank him! Do it to him! I don't know what this does! <laughs> I just know it's good! Alright, so Gary B. Diggs has flanked the necromancer, and then what is he gonna do? I'm I'm gonna use my mace of justice. Which is just a mace. You have a weapon called a mace of justice, though. <laughs> You name all of your weapons, Perry. <laughs> no, I just think that's the best thing ever. Later, nerds. I'm gonna go smash. <laughs> uh, Alright, I'm gonna roll the mace skill. Oh, I believe shit. that clicking on this should do it. That did not do it. That's a crit fail. Rut row. Oh, wow. I smash the ground. Yes, you just narrowly miss your toes, Gary. Good job. Question, what does a flanking bonus do anyways? Oh, it uh it gives you advantage. Alright, so do it do, do it again, Gary. I'm gonna I'm gonna smash again! Don't wanna smash! Smash! Yeah, that's a better roll! <laughs> that's still not good against his AC. Uh, so uh have you guys seen that photo of a young Griffin McElroy blocking a sword strike over his shoulder without looking? No. Oh. Because that is what Masala does. Gary B. Diggs runs around behind him and tries to smash with the mace. Uh, Masala is holding a, a vicious flail. And without even looking over his shoulder at Gary, he just flips the flail over his shoulder and blocks the shot. Oh man, he, he flipped me the flail. So, logistically, his arm is still up in this situation, right? I mean, it's six, it takes six seconds to block a shot, so probably not. Dang. Okay, fair enough. Mm. Not unless you really wanted to hold this cool pose like, look at me. I mean, it is Masala, though. It depends on whether or not Diggs is following through and just kind of keep trying to push it down. I'm gonna move. No, maybe. Let me click <laughs> things. Let me click it. There we go. I'm gonna move backwards a bit. It's <laughs> like, run away! Just so that, like... <laughs> I don't want to be in like, like, yeah, no, that's fine. I'm I'm backing up, for for no other reason other than to plausibly be closer to Sayersha. Yes, that's it. Uh, and I'm gonna do the short bow thing. And cool, Woo! Jesus, that's a twenty-six. <laughs> Woo! Oh, yeah, that that hits. That for sure hits for twelve points of damage. For twelve points of damage. Yeah. Nice. Um, all right. So again, uh, this one does not. This this bolt does not hit uh, Masala in the bread basket. Does hit him in the meat locker, which is a little bit lower. And he's very. <laughs> oh no! no. Oh, and now he's getting. Oh. <laughs> now he's getting very upset. He's still not that bad off, but now he's getting pissed off. All I can imagine is that scene from Sin City where the guy just keeps getting arrows in the chest. Ixon, it's you. All right. Um, so, uh, I am going to, my shield is out, and I am going to, 
I'm going to run at Masala at a diagonal. Okay. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to just try to knock him down to put him in a position of vulnerability. So I'm I'm basically trying to, like, run at him with this shield and just, like, push him down. Um, so okay. I'm just going to roll strength for that unless you have anything else that you'd like I think, to. I think it would be a strength contest of me against you. Okay. Um, plus I have a running start just for visuals for everyone. <laughs> oh, that's a six. Right. Ah! Um, I'm still going to roll even though I'm pretty sure Masala's going to win this game. Yeah, I think um, so. Just just for, for kicks. Uh... Oh, oh, Jesus. Yeah, that's a 17. So, yeah, Ixen gets a running start to push on Masala. And Masala <laughs> plants his feet and pushes back. So they have this this moment of eye lock over Ixen's shield, the two dragon boards pushing against each other. And then he does shove her back so that he, she's off of him, but still in within range. And now it's Sayers' turn. His that was a little rude. I, listen, <laughs> Diggs, I could have run him into you, and I didn't, so... <laughs> no, I was talking about him shoving you. That was just rude. <laughs> All right. Um, let's see. I think this time... Um... I'm just saying, arrows seem to be the way to go for this fight. It really yeah. does. I'm gonna like c- continue walking. I'm, I'm gonna continue walking and angle myself a little bit uh, better, so I'm not gonna shoot uh, Gary or Ixen, and I'm just gonna fire off another uh, arrow. Um, oh, man. And that's a 15. Um, that's nine piercing damage. Yep. All right. How's he looking? It, now Masala is looking a little bit rough for wear. Your meat locker's a shish kebab. <laughs> yeah, it is kind of turning into a shish kebab. And while originally he was not that impressed with y'all's performance, and he was like, I can't believe these are the nerds that killed my brothers and sisters, now he's like, oh, shit, wait, I may have made a giant <laughs> mistake. Before I end my turn, though, yeah, go. I am going to message him and be like, let's play this for a show. Let's make it good for everyone. And you, you, you get back this, this uh, kind of jumbled thing. <laughs> because he's not that good at, like, instant messaging. And it's kind of a combination of uh, a really vicious middle finger and a diva hair flip. That, like, I always look good. So, like, you, you, get, you get the idea that he understands what you're trying to say. Yeah, yeah. We're trying to WWE this. Yeah. <laughs> Finally. Give him the chair. <laughs> Masala, like, looks over at Sayersha, like, okay, I get you. And he very quickly turns on his heel to face Gary Diggs and uh, puts a hand on him and casts uh, Tear. That sounds like a bad time! I don't know how to do a spell attack that doesn't, uh, isn't nice. You cause the matter of a creature or object you touch to split apart. Make a melee spell attack. On a hit, the target takes this many damage. So it's a melee spell attack, so therefore yeah. it's AC. You gotta roll, touch me! Okay, excuse, ex, excuse me, let me roll that back and try it again, okay? Because I think I might have fixed it. Oh, that touches me! <laughs> oh, that touches me! <laughs> so that's a 21 against AC. That That's yep. a bad time. Um, I have 18. Yep, you get split. Yeah, um, oh Jesus, Gary, I'm sorry. Oh, Jesus, Gary, I'm sorry. Oh, God. Oh, no. <laughs> Imitar, please! So, Masala overestimates his own strength and uh, does a big tear 
and splits Gary Diggs down the middle for 27 points of damage. Oh! All right. <laughs> but here's the thing. <laughs> but wait. Please have an answer to this. Because I do. Good. It's called orc. Um, uh, I have a uh, uh, feet for this. <laughs> what is it, Gary Diggs? It's. Gary uh, B. Diggs, please. For the so love of God. there's an image of Gary literally splitting in pieces, and then all of a sudden he comes back together and looks like shit. <laughs> um, because he has relentless endurance, where he drops to one HP instead of going reduced to zero. Woo! Oh, wow. Praise. And he just looks pissed. Oh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> Gary B. Diggs and is back, and he's. Pissed. <laughs> and Masala looks completely stunned that that didn't work. And now it's Gary Diggs' turn. And now Gary Diggs is a very angry orc. You wish to take my life? Then I will take your eyes! Oh, and I'm no. gonna oh, God. blindness. Oh, God. Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, so, um, if you don't remember blindness slash deafness. Uh, you can blind or deafen a foe, choosing one creature. Blah blah blah. Um, uh, a six on a successful, the spell that doesn't make any sense. Oh, it's a constitution constitution saving throw. Alrighty then. Don't mind if I do. Oh, that's a critical that's a two. That's a critical fail plus one. Oh no. <laughs> All right. So can I paint an image? Can I can I paint it? Paint a portrait? Paint the picture for us. So, Gary... Um, Professor Gary Diggs, PhD... Like, his coat is been slashed in half, his chest is exposed, and underneath you just see mats of red scars. And he takes his two large hands, wraps the, the, um, the, the cloths that are dyed red around them, and just slaps them on his head, and just and his his eyes that normally glow blue just red beams right into his eye sockets. Um, I'm gay. <laughs> <laughs> we are all love Gary Diggs. Oh boy. Bless here, you, Gary Diggs. We out here drinking that We Love Travis juice today. Yeah. We love and respect Travis. Love and uh, respect Travis. <laughs> In all fairness, I have just... That was my last ace in my deck. I've got nothing left. Alright, so... Um, it's, Gary Diggs very forcefully blinds Masala, and Masala um, stumbles back from him, clawing at his eyes, but there's nothing over his eyes. He just straight cannot see. I challenge you to the pain! And now it's Perry's turn. I cast Cure Wounds on Gary B. Diggs, PhD. <laughs> Thumbs up. <laughs> so it's 1d8 plus my spellcasting modifier. And you're in good, good luck because my spell... Wait, hold on. Are you in good luck? Ooh, a moment. Wait. <laughs> well, I'm just going to say I'm at 1 HP. So anything you give me is already two times better. You're in sort of good luck. So... I'm gonna cast cure wounds, and we're gonna we're gonna see we're gonna see if the, can I press it? Will it? No, not that button. 
That's Apologies. a series of letters. That's a series of letters and numbers that I didn't want to press. <laughs> that also says attack in it, so I don't appreciate I know, right? that part. Oh, there it is. Seven! The, that's a good amount of health. Sorry, I tried really hard. You did... <laughs> to be fair, all of my healing has been one up to this point. <laughs> so you did good! It's eight. It's eight. Because it didn't add my modifier, which is one. So it's eight. Yeah! Nice. I'm almost over the... My third... I'm at almost a third HP. So how many How many was that total? Eight. So Eight. I'm up to nine. Awesome. Gary Diggs is back in the saddle again. Um, <laughs> he just looks sexier now, covered in his <laughs> own blood. That is, that is always an improvement, I guess. Um, Alright. Ixen, it's your turn. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah, it is. Okay. So... After seeing this necromancer just straight up, like, split this 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 member of her party who she's, like, slowly gaining at least a respect for, like, it's further enforcing the, like, necromancers are bad. Like, we have this whole kind of journey of, like, maybe they're people too. But now she's just, like, straight up, fuck all necromancers. So, um, I am going to try to do the stabby stab and then um i am going to if the stabby stab goes well i would like to use a bone no i don't want to use a bonus action not the, the the bonus action i have doesn't work for what i need anyways sorry yeah uh, ignore that i would like to do the stabby stab that right. is what i would like to do stabby stab. stab so but it's just i want i want this image of like again full tilt running towards this stumbling back blinded dragonborn and just it's it's a straight sword you know to the chest like there's no slashing there's no this is just a like she wants to go straight into his heart but he doesn't mm -hmm. have she doesn't think he has all right that's a 12 so <laughs> and that does not actually hit dang it he is now blind. That's true. You do have advantage. Okay. You do have advantage. Do it again. Uh, yeah! That's a crit. Yes, ma'am. All right. And that's double damage. That's 22 damage for the good man. Shiggity diggity. Oh, my Woof. God. Rookie crisp. So, Ixen is so fucking mad. Ixen, Ixen comes running in for the stab, but just as she goes to thrust... Masala turns full onto her because he hears her coming and she gets him like right through the side. Ooh. Like it's very, it's very bad. And that is not the right number. Um, <laughs> sorry. I, <laughs> I, I, I put, I put the number of damage he took rather than the, subtracting it from his total. So I was like, Oh, he's doing surprisingly well, actually. No, he's not. He's very, very badly off and he's regretting a lot of his life choices. <laughs> Um, All right. Are his unlife choices? <laughs> All right. Well, Womp. the podcast is canceled. Um, all right. Uh, Sayersha, go ahead. Okay. So um, I'm going to walk closer over uh -huh. um, and I'm going to do thaumaturgy on my voice again and turn to the crowd and be like, what should we do with this necromancer? <laughs> what should we do with him? <laughs> roll something, roll something, roll something, roll something. Um, uh, <laughs> charisma. And like Masala is is blind and bleeding and trying not to cry, 
a lot, and he's, he, he's, he's reaching out around him trying to find someone to hang on to. Is this performance? And y'all, yeah, y'all are all close enough to touch, but y'all are leaning out of his way. 17 on performance. So he's having a very bad time, and he feels very alone. And what he hears is the crowd, which has always been on his side, and they've always been his people, and they've always backed him up, uh, essentially yelling for you guys to kill him. So Masala's really not having a good day at all. Um, upon hearing this, he does start to cry a little bit. Like, <laughs> So I'm going to turn back, and point blank, I'm going to have my arrow... Um, but, like, somewhere where it's not completely lethal. And I'm gonna make it look like he's gonna go down. If you do a bad job, you will kill him. I know. So, yeah, the crowd is, is booing extremely loudly and kind of like, Do it! Do it! Do it! And Masala just, like, falls to his knees. And he's still reaching for someone, anyone to hang on to. But he's just so alone. And he has no idea what's going on. Okay, so if he falls to his knees, I'm gonna actually retract the arrow and go, That's not good enough still like obviously kind of faking it um and i'm gonna put my tiny elf hands on his dragon head and fake twist his neck and just be like fall over that's gotta be a performance roll okay <laughs> please for the love of god work well oh ah oh, that's a six <laughs> wait do you still have um your, um, the thing from Inspiration? That one. I do. Don't I? Yes, I do. Um, alright. Let's... Right? Yeah? Maybe? Yeah. Sure? I know that two of us used it last time, and one of them was me. Fourteen! <laughs> That's better. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, is that your turn? Say your turn. Yes. So, Misala, um, feels your hands on him, and he is like he has he th he thinks about it like you can you can see him thinking about it like and he and he goes down but he follows you down with his hand so that his hand is still on your ankle um and he uh he casts uh, psyche drain on Sayersha. oh oh shit that's a 16 against ac i'm pretty sure that is my eight. no yeah that's over it's good wait there's no saving throw for that um no it's a it's an attack that that hits yeah that's what i thought okay hold, hold on let me let me let me let me figure out how to do this correctly <laughs> uh first of all since that is a hit sayersha takes 18 uh psychic damage oh it's so good that i got healed oh god <sighs> now i need you to do um a Intelligence saving throw. Okay. Rut row. Um, but you, well, you're book smart. That's well, that's your thing. I, that's a twenty-four. <laughs> yeah. I'm so smart. <laughs> all right. My yeah. little wizard brain has all the intelligence. What psyche drain does is it pulls uh, HP from you and heals the person casting the spell. Except for since you've succeeded very well on your intelligence save. Uh, it just deals damage, and Masala is not healed, so he's still blind, and he's still on the floor. But he just—he did just deal you 18 damage, so, like, uh, small small victories. He's just kind of lying on the ground. Uh, Gary, it's your turn. Also, my performance passed, so y'all, like, he looks dead. <laughs> yeah, no, he's good. He's good. Wait, so question. Do, do Does everybody else think he's dead, or did Sayersha say something to all of us? Is she letting us in on this plan? Um, I kind of... 
didn't say anything to you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm not Don't. gonna, like, say that I did, um, but I was hoping from the context clues that you'd get that, like, we obviously need to keep this guy alive, so pretend he's dying. I would say, at, at, at a 14, you convince the audience, but if you stand close enough, you can tell it's faked. So y'all okay. should, y'all know. Thank you. So, at this point, since Gary was literally torn asunder, like, I thought, like, it was, his coat was billowing, like, majestically in, like, anime style, um, but then I realized that the back of his coat was probably destroyed, <laughs> and also his hat. Damn it. Oh. Oh no, not the hat. No, the hat could have just gotten ripped off. It's Masala, fine. how could you? This is the biggest crime you've ever committed, Masala. Oh god, his pants. <laughs> oh, no. Let's just say the rip went about like halfway and then he got like sutured Let's back. Let's just say it was a torso head. rip. That sounds about right. Gary is basically standing over him and like his shirt just kind of just sloughs off of him. Because <laughs> physics? But he's still got... And, but, like, and what it shows is that he's got this long, freaking twined-up uh, rope up his arms that are just all red. And what he does is he just basically takes one all the way off on his right arm, and then he just starts binding the arms of... Uh, Malafal. Uh, all right, so he's going to tie him up um, and say, like, you have, and, like, whisper to him, you have one chance. In this life, everything that you've cherished in this ring has just chosen to throw your life away for the thrill of it. I do not know who your god is. Or where your temptations drew you down. But you still have a chance. And as he's saying that, he's wrapping this red band around his hands. And his hands are clapped together as if in praying. Imitar still believes in you. Imitar sees a light in you. And will give you that chance. And just so everyone knows, the main symbol of Imatar is a red ribbon around two hands that are praying. That's amazing. Should I roll a persuasion for this? Yeah, pers persuade me. Oh, okay. What are you trying to persuade me aside from let's pray? <laughs> <laughs> to give up his, what he's built up, that he's got good things in his life and he could do good things with the power he has and he'll just go you would not be the first to step away from your necromantic powers because I know what that was like I know what that power felt like and I saw another path a path that you can too take mm. that's okay that's perception. <laughs> I don't know why I rolled that. Persuasion is the one I was looking for. There it is. Found it. That's still not the best. As a 12, Masala listens to your uh, uh, chick track speech and he looks up at you and he says, 
my God abandoned me a long time ago. I see no reason to trust another. But you seem to be a good man, despite the fact that you have essentially destroyed everything that I have built here. And now I can't see, so is this permanent or... No, that will wear off. Great. So Masala kind of struggles up to his knees and kind of does his hands in a little like fish motion. And then he goes, can I have my hands back? Don't do it, Greg. Don't do it. Wait, isn't he supposed to be pretending to be dead? <laughs> yeah, he's not very good at it. <laughs> no, he's not very good at it. Um, He's going to look over at the rest of the party and step back. This is their choice now. He has given everything that he had to. And he's also going to start gathering up his shirt. (laughs) (laughs) Put his shirt back on. At this moment, obviously the the fake death didn't work. And Ixen kind of saw that whole thing play out. And she respects uh, Diggs enough to let him do his thing. But at this moment, she realizes that this is going to be who they are perceived as from now on. So she gets up and she bangs her sword on her shield and makes the loudest noise that she can, drawing attention to herself. And she goes into the the middle of the arena so everyone can see her. And she says, You have worshipped this necromancer. He has brought you entertainment. And in this moment, he is no longer valuable to you. And we, we are the only champions here. We are the warriors. And what we do is true and right because we have triumphed in this moment. And our triumph will carry us through and we will be victorious. Oh yeah, the crowd the crowd is on their feet. Everyone's like everyone's losing their, their shit. Diggs makes a V with his arms. <laughs> Ixen turns back around to and and looks at Sayersha and Perry and she she drops her sword and she drops her shield and she says We have to win. But we have to be true. And then she walks over to Masala and she she um, leans down to him and she says, Our paths have been different, but now they have converged. We have been given a task that cannot be completed without your knowledge. And she looks to Sayersha and she looks to Perry and swallows a little bit and goes, Will you help us? I definitely just like smile a little bit and kind of like, nudge my elbow into Ixin's just like get on you that was good I'm so happy (laughs) I just kind of look at Ixin and like 
I'm not angry. Like, I'm just kind of, and I'm not, like, deadpan. Like, there's an expression on my face, but it's kind of, like, an indescribable one of, like, I'm proud of you, slash, if he betrays us, I'm gonna kick his ass. It's like that. Oh, and oh, oh, we definitely obviously. share, we share, like, a little eyebrow moment, because there's definitely Ixon being like, oh, yeah, I know, I know. Well, of course, <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> there's many eyebrows a waggle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> eyebrow waggle, eyebrow waggle. Eyebrow waggles. Masala's still blind, uh, by the way. <laughs> so he has no idea the eyebrow game going on above his head. And Diggs just kind of like throws up a little bit of blood and just gives the, the thumbs up. <laughs> <laughs> and he, he and Masala like reaches up with his hands like, please let me have my hands. I can't help you without oh, these. Oh, I'm so sorry. And, and uh, Sayerchi comes over and starts untying. <laughs> Thank you, God. Imitar. Um, also, Diggs, if you stop concentrating on, on the blindness, I think that goes away. It's a reflex, I'm sorry. Masala, like, blinks, and it's like, okay, that's okay, that's, that's okay, uh... It's gonna, like, it's gonna get real bright real quick, and he's just gonna snap his fingers. <laughs> ah! I'm, I'm sorry, I warned you! <laughs> oh, man! I'm sorry, no. uh, my god, it's all about suffering, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. So, like, Masala blinks the brightness out of his eyes, and he, uh, he takes... Sayersha by the hand, mm-hmm. and he takes Ixen by the hand, and definitely uses him to stand up because he's very weak. Oh, and he raises raises Ixen's hand above his head, and Sayersha's hand as high as it'll go. Behold your champions! And like the crowd goes nuts. Um, and you through the contact, you can feel him trying to cast a spell. Are you guys willing? Because it only works on willing participants. I'm willing to trust him. Uh, question: Can I pick up Perry and just like hold her up in between? <laughs> Hell yes. yes, you can. Yes. Perry, will you allow this? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. All right. Ixon, are you are you willing? Um, can I be tentative? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it doesn't work on non-willing creatures. So if you're not willing, that doesn't work. I just there's no been no verbal. Like I, I'm in character. If if you don't say anything to her, I she's automatically gonna assume the worst. Um, like it's really difficult because I know we just had this moment and like out of character. I'm like yes, yes, I want to try, I want to try. But like in character, I don't know if that would, if that would help. Um, I think maybe if is it possible? Does he have to do it at the same time? Because I think if he did it to Sayersha and Sayersha was like this is fine and like message addiction Ixen, then she would do it. Uh, no, because I only have one spell slot of this caliber ah, left. I see. Um, I and see. it's not like you're going to lose anything to say or she's already said that she's willing, so. Okay. I will accept this spell uh, based off of the kind of new new path that Ixen is trying to take. Yay. All right. Um, so the spell that uh, Masala has cast is called Impart Knowledge. Ooh. Um, so he, so he places the, like, as y'all are, like, vamping for the crowd and, like, victorious and we're doing our victory dance and everything, he, like, sends you a lot of information at one time. Um, there, there are directions to a place called the Library of Beth Mall. There is a description of another necromancer who lives there. Um, his name, his name, you get it as... It's, it's Waxler, but it also comes through as little brother, because that's how Masala sees him. Um, 
and where the library is, um, who this necromancer is, and you also get the idea that this is where you're going to learn much more about the cards and the lich than Masala can tell you right now without losing his street cred. Wait, is there a reason why Perry isn't getting this simply because he doesn't have enough hands? Yes. I'm gonna be very confused later, but whatever. Just just trust us, it's in our heads, like, it's fine. But so, yeah, um, so that, that knowledge is imparted to you guys. Um, and, uh, so Masala drops your hands, he kind of looks at y'all like, you got it, right? You're, you're good? We're good? And he, he motions to the door and he's like, bring out the grand prize! So they bring out, um, four uh sacks of, of gold pieces they're pretty hefty so it's you know how many money i don't know you don't know it's heavy um so but there's one for each of you and there's also on a uh on a beautiful satin pillow is a card oh fuck i forgot about the card <laughs> <laughs> um, um and it is and and uh and masala's attendants present it to you and he just kind of gestures like your winnings I take my bag of money. I will look to Ixen for sort of like a, like, <laughs> kind of thing. Um, and like step forward a little bit. I'm going to pick up the pillow and thank Masala. And so I'm just going to turn and be like, thank you so much. This was a really weird opportunity, but um. I guess everything sort of happened for a reason. And if it happened any other way, I don't know if it would have ended as well. So, I, as horrible as it was, the reasons why we got here when we did, thank you. Um, I'm gonna pick the card up. Sayersha picks the card up and, uh, and turns it over to reveal an intricately designed picture of a skull. Oh, God! Oh, God! And, uh, no. and Masala, Masala walks off with his entourage, and he's like, he's like, maybe it didn't end as well as you thought, and I feel really bad about it, but too late! <laughs> and then he looks up at the crowd and goes, Round four! I love being hydrated. Being hydrated is so great. I have to pee all the time. Hello, welcome to the commercial break time of episode 18. Thank you so much for listening. I love being in the future and I love that it's May the 4th. Happy May the 4th, everyone. May the 4th come in peace. That's not, I'm, I've angered, like, literally everyone. <laughs> May the 4th be with you. Um, our guest this episode was Travis Carlson. Thank you so, so much to Travis, Travis Carlson for bringing Gary B. Diggs to life into our hearts and homes. Thank you, Travis. Uh, we appreciate you so much. And if you want to share your appreciation for Travis let us know here at No Dice and we will make sure that the message gets relayed properly because Travis doesn't have the social meets. Social meets. The social media. I don't know what social meets are. I can only, it's assume the worst. I was gonna say words and it just 
didn't come out. So I'm just gonna move on to the next portion of uh, this whole thing. And that is to uh, let you know, music in this episode was by Jordan Singh Vanderbeek and Kevin McLeod. Thank you especially to Jordan who composed original music for this entire arc. We were certainly blessed to have that be a part of this show. Really elevated it and gave it a totally different feel than what, especially what I thought going in editing, um, what it was going to be. And I am just internally grateful to Jordan for stepping in for this arc. Um, We will not be having Jordan's uh, lovely uh, piano fingers. I don't. That's not the word I was looking for, but his music is not going to be in the next arc. Um, We are trying stuff up for each guest, um, and we're going to see kind of where that goes. Um, But again, please uh, send your love towards Jordan for helping make this episode and these last couple episodes just incredible. Another person we want to thank for making this series incredible is Tabletop Loot. They have been such a great supporter of our show since we started. We're almost 20 episodes in, and they have not once uh, wavered on their support for us. So so please support them, because without their, their love and their generosity, we would not be where we are today. Um, if you go to Tabletop Loot and you purchase a set of dice, or, or they've got a bunch of new merchandise in their store, so go ahead and check it out. There's a lot of really cool things happening at Tabletop Loot. I'm very excited to be a part of that. Um, I say I, but I, the whole No Dice crew is so, so stoked to be part of um, their growth uh, on their end. Um, and you can use the code no dice 15 to get 15% off of your order. Go use it, spread the love, uh, get some great new sets for your collection. Once again, thank you to Pocket Podcast Network. Um, we are a proud member of the network and we love being a part of all of the great shows that are on the network and there's some new ones happening. Um, I have some insider trading. That's illegal to do that. <laughs> I have some insider knowledge uh, that there's going to be some great shows, new shows coming out, old shows coming back, a lot of really good stuff, um, and I'm very, very pumped about that. Um, if you want to support us through supporting the network, you can go to pocketpodcastnetwork.com slash pocketnotes. I believe that's correct, and I'm going to go check that because you would think that I would totally know my own URL. <laughs> Um, but I, uh, sometimes don't remember things, uh, pocket notes. That's correct. And you can purchase a personal message to be read on the show. We actually have a couple variations of no dice. Um, you can purchase a typical commercial break pocket note. Um, like you've heard in the past, you can purchase a pocket note to be read in a character voice. Um, or you can of course do corporate sponsorships. If you have a, a business organization or product that you want to have uh, a message read from on the show. Don't forget you can review us on iTunes. That's super, super helpful because your reviews, A, help us know what you like, what's drawn you to the show, and B, tells other people that uh, we're someone that they want to have in their pocket. Um, You can also tell your friends, tell your mom, tell your lamp fixer-upper 
uh, word of mouth is a great way to get uh, the show rocking and rolling. That's the best way, to, honestly, to just keep it keep it moving. I know that's how I like to um, get shows that I like to listen to is have other people recommend them. So please, please, please do that. And of course, you can also do that by using the hashtag No Dice Podcast on Twitter. If you use the hashtag, you will most likely be ending up as an NPC in one of the episodes. Um, don't worry that when you tweet it, um, we haven't seen it because a we've definitely definitely seen it we've 100% seen it and started uh you know having our hearts filled with love and almost bursting but um we are ahead in terms of games played versus episodes released so you may hear your name as an NBC in a later episode from when you've tweeted at us so just keep that in mind and of course come join us come join the conversation we've started up our discord and we've already had a lot of fun in there um and we are actually thinking about using it as a place to kind of chat after the episode releases so So if you're listening to this um, Friday or Saturday, May 4th or 5th, uh, we're going to be hanging out in the Discord. Um, I believe Saturday evening we are planning on just kind of chatting about the show and the whole arc and just everything that's kind of happened so far. And you can join us at bit.ly slash no dice discord. Thank you so, so much for listening. Um, I know this is probably a more serious tone than you've heard me in a commercial break in a while, but I'm just so, so, so grateful. I'm so grateful to you for listening. I'm so grateful to Travis for playing. I'm so grateful to our future guests that we've already played with that uh, I don't want to spoil anything, but I love them all so much. Um, Just just incredibly, incredibly grateful. And this is coming from me, and I'm speaking on my personal from the heart of Britty, but I know that um, I believe most of the No Dice crew or all of the no dice crew would stand behind me when I say thank you so much your listening and your support and your engagement keeps us going um it keeps me editing it keeps us posting it keeps us playing and we're obviously just here to have a good time but we're really really glad you're along for the ride um and Again, please send some love uh, to Travis and to Jordan um, and to Lou and to Daniel and to Hugh. Just send it and really honestly, like I was so blessed to be able to edit this episode. There was just so many good moments that I just uh, loved to relive and I loved to listen to. And uh, I'm so appreciative and I'm a part of this. I I mean, I, I work on this and I'm still so incredibly grateful for this opportunity to be perfectly honest. Um, so I'm going to stop rambling um, and smiling and um, I will let you get back into the episode. The next episode will be out on May 18th. <laughs> And next to next to Sayersha uh, appears uh, the Avatar of Death. Okay. I don't like this. This is fine. And it uh, it is a a large cloaked figure with a spectral scythe, which it swings around itself in a circle, and uh, it doesn't speak because it doesn't seem to have a mouth, but you can hear its hissing voice in your mind and it says this one's mine 
And uh, if anybody gets into uh, the fight between Sayersha and the Avatar of Death, it will not be happy. A second before anything else happens, Sayersha, because of how much I've done research on the cards and all the things that could have happened, I'm definitely going to um, like put my hands up and be like, I have to do this alone. It will be very bad if anyone intervenes. Please don't intervene. I have to do this. It has to be my own actions, and I'm going to open up my Rafridi notebook. Oh, shit. Gary's, like, in the the sprinter position, just like, oh, boy. Oh, yeah. Ixon is, too. Wait, hold on. Gary, when did you put me down? <laughs> uh, he still got you in one of his... He's just palming you. <laughs> <laughs> Under one arm, like, cool. I mean, like, I don't mind, but, like, I just want to make sure, like, Am I, am I, like, tucked in like a football? Am I, like, still in the air like Simba? Like, what's happening? <laughs> You're on a shoulder. Okay, cool. That's that's fine. Like, that's... that's. He's got plenty of surface space on those cool. those, those little cliff faces he's got for shoulders. All right, so... Um... Oh, my gosh. Did you make a Lisa Frank avatar? Yay! <laughs> but I'm also going to be like, it's just for a minute. It's just for a minute. <laughs> Okay, hang on. Let me, let me pull out my Efridi. Um, so Sayersha, like, clearly, I assume is clearly saying this to Ixen, who's like, and obviously Diggs too, but like, so Ixen, so Ixen's like, Look, I don't know how this works, but if I can help, let me help. Ditto! I know that I have to, <laughs> I know that I have to fight him alone, but, um, I don't know the rest of the rules, and I don't want anything bad to happen to you. If shit goes sideways, then I guess, um, d do something. Uh, hey, Mr. Angry Death Man, I have a question. Yes? <laughs> not, not you, Greg. Not you. You're a good Angry Death Man. And I, like, pat yeah. digs on the shoulder. The Avatar of Death has its, uh, its scythe in one hand. And with its other hand, it reaches over its shoulder and gives Perry one spectral bony middle finger. That's just rude. Because he does not have time for you today. Um, but... Oh, I say that in Celestial, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, man. Um, so, uh, Sarasha opens the Efridi notebook and out comes Lisa Frank. Um, and comes billowing out of the notebook and settles in beside Sarasha. I am so sorry to bring you into this, but I am not doing so great right now, and I don't think I can do this completely alone, but it it doesn't count against the rules if I if I have help from you. And it look and it and like it, Lisa Frank looks at uh Sayersha and looks at the Avatar of Death and goes Shit. If this is the last thing I do, I promise you, if I get out of this fight, you are free to go forever. I'm not gonna wish anything else. I'm not gonna open anything else. I promise you, you're free to go forever. And the Avatar of Death looks at Sayersha and looks at Lisa Frank, looks back at Sayersha and goes, This isn't how this works. And, um... A second avatar of death appears. Ah! And it does the same, it does the same like sweeping circle motion and points at Lisa Frank and goes, This one's mine. And then realizes where it is and like looks around like, Wait. You, 
And the other one's like, yes, I apologize. (laughs) (laughs) I want to say that this is strange, but I have actually seen weirder. (laughs) So now there's one dedicated to you and one dedicated to Lisa Frank. um, Because the card says that anyone who tries to help you, which gets into the whole personhood of the Afridi thing... Uh, but since we're pretty pretty solid on treating Lisa Frank like a person, I figure it counts. Because he is. Because he is. Lisa Frank is a person. Lisa Frank counts, damn it. Yes. I love Lisa Frank. Okay, so okay. are we doing initiative? Yeah, let's roll initiative, I guess. Uh, okay. Uh, that's a good nime. Oh, <laughs> a nime? A nime. I put a nime. the nime in the coconut. All right. Wait, do you need to roll initiative for Lisa Frank, yeah, I was about to say, Lou, roll initiative for Lisa Frank. Okay. 23. Oh, Jesus. All right, Lisa, <laughs> dang up. God bless Lisa, Lisa Frank. Lisa ain't doing shit today. Just rolling up those sleeves. So the turn order is um, uh, Lisa Frank. Yep. Uh, Lisa Frank's avatar of death. Uh, Sayersha's avatar of death. And Sayersha. Okay, cool. It's very bottom. This is fine. This is fine with my three health. Ugh. <laughs> Yeah, this is we're good. We're everybody's fine. Um, so, and all right. So, um, since Lisa Frank is uh for you, there is Lisa Frank's uh business. Okay. Um, you do Lisa Frank. Holy ticks. Um. <laughs> yeah. Sorry to throw that at you, but this is what I feel like all the time. Is there any healing things that he can do? Uh, Lisa Frank. Uh, hang on a minute. As far as. Um, while this is happening, Diggs is gonna walk over to Ixin and put Perry down and just kind of, like, calmly grab both of their hands and just gonna, like, just, just pray. The Afridi will do what you command, so... Okay. Lisa, I don't know if you can do this, but I, I need some health and I need some spells if you can spare them. Alright, so I need to tell you what just happened. I figured that Lisa Frank's healing ability would be roughly um, equal to a potion of healing. So, I rolled uh, 1d4 because I figured that would be what a potion of healing was. I critically failed. So I said, maybe I should Google what a potion of healing does. So I Googled it. It's 2d4. Would you like to guess what I rolled on both those d4? A 1. Critical failed on 3d4s in a row. Um, so this means that Sayersha, um, so Lisa Frank reaches out a hand and, like, takes Sayersha's hand and, uh-huh. uh, heals Sayersha for four hit points. But it would have, I, I'm gonna argue that it would, since it's a spell version and not a potion, it would have a spellcasting modifier. Of? What would that do? Yeah, no, if, uh, Lisa Frank's, whatever their spellcasting modifier would be, it'd be that plus the d4s. Like, uh, cure wounds, basically. Mm-hmm. I think Lisa Frank would have what, like charisma as their mod? Yeah. So, um, Lisa Frank heals Sayersha for seven. Oh yeah, bringing, that's better than being her up to a big ten. Wow, that's a good charisma mod, though. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a plus. It's it's plus three. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, that's uh that's that's Lisa Frank's action is is healing Sayersha for a good seven hit points. All right. Um and and Lisa Frank. Looks incredibly nervous. Um, yeah. <laughs> because now their whole turn has been healing you. And <laughs> they're just like, okay. Wait, hold on. A uh, question out of character really quick. 
You're not even here, so sure. Is it fighting in combat that we get in trouble? Or if we do something, like, that helps Sayersha in any way that we get in trouble? Uh, if anyone tries to help you, the helper summons its own avatar of death. Okay. So, anyway, basically. Got it. Um, so, but there, if it, if it, if it makes the viewers at home feel better, there's literally no way that this avatar of death can kill Lisa Frank. Would you like to know how many hit points Lisa Frank has? Yes. Yes. <laughs> 200. Oh, okay. I didn't I make you, this Lisa. up. Thank you, Lisa Frank. The avatar of death associated with Lisa Frank, uh, swings at scythe and, um, uh, deals Lisa Frank, a uh, big 11 uh, necrotic damage. Oh, shoot. Eleven. Darn. Yeah. So, yeah, good deal. And then the uh, the other avatar of death that is angled on Sayersha does the same thing. Because, <laughs> you know. Uh, that's also <laughs> eleven. That's eleven. Yeah, that hits me down into unconscious zone. Wait, you're unconscious now? Yeah, Sayersha's down. Okay. Question of the day. Are we allowed to intervene now? Um, yeah, because uh, since since the Avatar of Death for Sayersha uh, went one shot, one kill, um, as Sayersha drops to zero hit points, the Avatar of Death disappears. Oh. Well, that's actually super simple that I had three hit points left in. <laughs> so, uh, Sayersha, it's now your turn. Uh-huh. I'm gonna make a death save. Draw me a death save, please. Yeah. Um, okay. Do you, you, really die? Do, 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 do you die in the game, you die in real life. Yeah! That's not a crit fail. That's one, one fail for Sayersha, and now it's Lisa Frank's turn. Uh, Lisa Frank, what are you doing? Lisa Frank is kind of, like, unmoored now because, like, the person that called him forth is down. Attack the death? Attack the death. Can I say something to Lisa Frank? Yeah, like... I can't intervene... Wait, I can't intervene at all, right? Because we're still on combat. No. Okay, I just wanted to make sure. One of the reasons that Gary is holding onto Perry's hand is... To hold them back. Well, I don't want to, like, no, I'm not trying to, like, fight, but I have a freaking healer kit on me that can revive somebody to, like, at zero hit points. So, like, I, I, just, know. I just need to get there. Gary's got a cantrip, but he's not going to use it because it's going to make things worse. So, what I'm going to do is add in a turn for you guys after Sayersha's turn um, so that y'all can do things um, instead of just stand there and watch Sayersha die slowly. Um, <laughs> because right now the fight is just between Lisa Frank and. Uh, but I am keeping Sayersha in, in the turn order so I can do the death save thing and not forget. Okay. I will. Um, but anyway, so Lisa Frank gets um, a, a multi attack. So, the first attack with the scimitar. Um, wow, Jesus. <laughs> So Lisa Frank uh, is filled with righteous rage against the Avatar of Death at the at the at the apparent death of Sayersha, and swings its its flaming scimitar very hard through the middle of the Avatar of Death, and uh, completely vaporizes the Avatar into oblivion. Oh shit! Well, was it made of farts or something? Lisa. So, the Avatar of Death is not actually as frightening as you might think, because the maximum hit points it can have is half of the maximum hit points of the person who summoned it. Ah. So, it's, it's, really, not, it's really not terrifying at all. Wait, wouldn't it then have, like... Because I'm not dealing with a hundred-point daggum <laughs> Avatar of <laughs> Death, okay? Stab, I could. stab, 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 stab. Like, I could, and that would make more sense, but listen, I'm not 
I'm not retconning that because I don't want to deal with it. All right, so Sayersha, I need you to make another death save for me. Yeah, okay. Oh, Just God. Oh, God. One time for the one time. That's another That's failure. Mine, so, but Sayersha, it's not a crit. No, it's, it's not a crit. Sayersha's teetering on the brink of death, but now all the avatars of death are gone. Man, Travis. Yes. Travis. Yes. You're right. What? Ugh. What? What? You're right about the fucking Avatar of Death and Lisa Frank. And I have to do it now because I'm going to feel bad because, like, if if it counts, if it counts, then it counts. Wait, what? Oops. Listen, if, if Lisa Frank is enough of a person to summon the Avatar of Death, then it's enough of a person to have its own Avatar of Death. The person who activates the card summons the Avatar of Death. If anyone tries to help you, that helper summons its own Avatar of Death. And the Avatar of Death's uh, hit points equals uh, half of the max hit points of the person who summoned it. Which means, while Sayershus is gone, like, ultimately this means nothing for you guys. This means that, like, Lisa Frank is just going to have the Battle of the Bands over here by themselves. <laughs> okay, why can't we just put Lisa Frank back in the notebook then? Because they were promised they would be freed. I know that. What's going to happen, and I'm going to tell you that this is what's going to happen. What's going to happen if you put Lisa Frank back in that notebook, the Avatar of Death will follow them in that notebook, and they will fight in there for an indeterminate amount of time. It will not bother <laughs> you guys, but there will be a cage match inside this notebook, uh, and it will be bad for Lisa Frank. Um, oh. However, I'm going to go... It, it, Sayersha just made their second failed death save, and it's now everybody else's turn. Would y'all like to help Sayersha out a little bit? Why? Yes! <laughs> God, woman! I throw the, the bag of magic hot fries, which, by the way, has ten uses, not two, side note. But I throw it in in Ixon's direction. I definitely catch that shit in midair. Uh, okay, give me a dex save for that bad boy. You need a, Oh, really? really? Yep. <laughs> yes! They're like two feet away from each other! No, I got, no, I got this. I got this. It's a 13. All right, so 13. Dixon definitely catches it. Not not gracefully, but it's caught. <laughs> I didn't say it was graceful. <laughs> oh, wait, before you go, before you leave, uh, I'm going to cast Guidance. Okay. Um, on you, so that uh, one touch of a willing creature, once before the uh, spell ends, the target can roll a d4 and add that number to roll to one ability check of its choice. All right. Go, Saver! <laughs> um okay and so i'm gonna i'm gonna run i'm gonna run over to sayersha and um i'm gonna skid to my knees in front of her but then I'm, I'm gonna quickly grab her and drag her away from this fight that's happening in the corner um back down back over to uh where Diggs and and perry are um, and I'm going to administer the hot fry kit while trying to look really not also affected. Like, obviously this is really getting to Ixen because this is the one person that she was trying to protect and she can't. And so she's trying really hard. Um, Hugh, can you please enlighten me on how this hot fry kit works? I would like to roll for it. You don't have to. Wanna... 
it's you literally just have to feed them the fries and then it it's works. like smelling salts you just open it up over the nose yeah it just <laughs> it stabilizes them it doesn't do anything but basically makes sayer should not dead sweet well i do that and then um i lean over i whisper i whisper in her ear and i'm like don't 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 die on me now is sayer so stable yep i don't know what's right. stable one hit point <laughs> No, stable zero. zero. Okay. Yeah, it, it just it just means like station keeping. Nothing's gonna happen. DM decides whether or not I'm conscious. Not yet. Okay. Because I still got another round of combat to do over here. Um, <laughs> since oh since uh, Lisa Frank gets a multi attack, this is not gonna go as as long as y'all think it's gonna go. Lisa Frank had had pretty good luck with the scimitar and took it took the avatar of death down to about half of its hundred hit points. Thank you, Travis. Um, but now it's going to try uh, try its um, flame attack. It's about to get it hot in here. Yep. Uh, well, that one fails, so it kind of fizzles out um, in its hands. But uh, Lisa Frank tries again, and does it. Does that good thing. Uh, and rolls a 14 against the, uh, the Avatar of Death's um, armor class, which is, again, not very good. Um, this is not a very good creature um, it's that you have here for me today. Yeah, it's, it's spoopy and that's about it. Um, and that one hits for 17 hit points. The Avatar of Death takes its spectral scythe to Lisa Frank Wolf for um, 15 slashing damage which <laughs> you know takes Lisa Frank bound to a big 174. But and now now it is now it is the, the party's turn to do things. Uh, uh, Sayersha you are regaining consciousness. Slowly but surely, uh, Sayersha sputters back to life, sort of coughing and finally realizing that there's warm arms holding her tightly. And she opens her eyes and there's, there's Ixim. And those big golden eyes staring back down at her. And she can't help a smile creep across her face. And she just starts laughing and pulls Ixen into the big, big hug and just says, Thank you, thank you. I. Thank you for letting me do it on my own. I'm sorry, I. Thank you. Ixen, thank you for helping me. Thank you for saving me. Thank you for being you. I... <laughs> I don't know where I'd be without you. And Perry, you too, but... <sighs> thank you, Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> and just starts crying more and just can't stop smiling at Ixen. This is all new for Ixen. Um, and I just you know, kind of letting letting this embrace happen because it's something that, you know, is new for everyone. Um, but I think at this moment, she may not realize exactly what she's feeling, but she knows without a doubt that she will protect Sayersha for ever. Gary's crying for no reason. 
Is the crowd still watching? <laughs> oh, the crowd is not paying attention to you fuckers at all. They're watching an Afridi duke it out with the Avatar of Death. You got a romance, you got fighting, we got Afridis, we got it all. We practically made this entertainment business way better than Masala. We've oh yeah, Masala's over there counting his money. <laughs> yeah, like how long has it actually been? Because I think it's like been two, three minutes. <laughs> it's been a, it's been a minute. Like it's been a second. So, um. So Lisa Frank comes in uh, like a like a helicopter with two scimitars and uh, has real good luck with scimitar attacks. I elected not to do the flame attack again because uh, Lisa Frank had very bad luck with that. But Lisa Frank is, is killing the scimitar game and attacks attacks the Avatar of Death for woo forty four damage, <laughs> which takes that bad boy off the face of the planet. <laughs> And it, evol- it evaporates into dust. And the crowd goes wild. It's amazing. But Lisa Frank is not concerned about the uh, the crowd's accolades. It is concerned about Sayersha. So Lisa Frank floats over to where Sayersha is and kind of touches her face as if to, like, reassure himself that she's okay. Yeah. And, and, and just kind of goes, okay? It's very, it's very okay, Lisa. You're the best. And like I promised, you're you're free to go forever. You are your own person now. You don't ever have to follow anyone's wishes. You're you're Lisa Frank forever and ever now. And you just did so good. And thank you. The Afridi uh, kind of looks down at the notebook and tentatively reaches out a hand, like, okay, and kind of like beckons, like, are you gonna give me my thing? Yeah, and uh, Sayersha, like, fumbles around a bit and grabs the notebook and hands uh, the notebook over to Lisa Frank. And Lisa Frank holds it like it's the greatest treasure that this creature has ever seen. And it, like, holds it to its chest a little bit. And then this giant smoke elemental swoops down and envelops Sayersha in the biggest... Uh, semi-corporeal hug that Sayersha's ever experienced. <laughs> While still being hugged by Ixen. <laughs> yeah, everybody big group hug, and then just as soon as Lisa Frank has embraced you, he vanishes. And I, sh- I wipe a tear. And so the crowd is on their feet and like absolutely losing their minds. Um, and the the doors slam open at the ends of the arena and uh, and the crowd starts to like surge forward to to I don't know attack you, speak to you, raise you on their shoulders, and uh, Masala, who's still real bad off, but you know being supported by an entourage of uh, his green bandanaed gang members, kind of throws out his arms like stop, collaborate and listen. <laughs> I'm back with a brand new mission. <laughs> We have a brand new mission, and it's letting them go in peace. Let them go. And the four of you are able to walk out of the pit unmolested. Before Gary gets walks away, uh, he takes one of the medallions, because he's got, like, two artifacts, and he's going to toss it towards Falafel. Falafel. Fuckity hell. Yeah, okay, so you give Falafel a, a, a gold medal for trying. <laughs> so the four of you are, are out on the out on the streets of the islands, um, free to your own devices. Ixen and Sayersha, you are aware of um, where the next necromancer is, who might have some answers to all of this. 
Um, but yeah, y'all are y'all are um free to go. And if anybody recognizes you on the street, they recognize you as a the people who triumphed in the pit, and b the people who Masala said don't fuck with. So they're not messing with you at all. Everyone's kind of avoiding you, like in this big circle of. Did Ixim give the healer kit back or not? Yes. Oh yeah. And as we walk towards the sunset, um, I turn to my compatriots and I'm just like. I don't know about you, but I think I could sleep for seven days. <laughs> and and seven nights. Wait. Yeah, I, I guess. <laughs> I don't think that math works, but I don't really care because I'm tired. Just let it happen, Perry. Just let it happen. <laughs> also, I need a shirt real bad. I have some common clothes in my bag. <laughs> I feel like they'd be a little bit small. I'll literally take anything. <laughs> Here and like Zaysha hands over like an old ratty sweater that was clearly from the orphanage and a hand me down. It just says I heart books on it. Yeah. <laughs> I le- reading is fundamental. Um where <laughs> it's f- fun and yeah. <laughs> He'll very awkwardly shove that on his body frame. It's probably like a little bit small, but not as small as you might think coming from Sayersha. Um They gave her bag of clothes. They knew that they'd grow into them. It's hand-me-downs. <laughs> Before everyone starts walking out of the area, Diggs is going to stop and be like, All right, so here's the thing. Um, I just got beat to ever-living heaven and other places. And it was a good old time. However... This place is pretty, for the lack of better words, fucked up. Well, you can say that again. So, honestly, I'm pretty much sure I'm needed here. To hopefully lead these people in the directions that they actually need to go in their lives. But... Because I know that I'm not needed to help guide you anymore. Because you have all made the choices that I wished you to. And you went above and beyond those wishes. Even if you couldn't call me my real name. We we know your name, Gary. It's George. Diggs. <laughs> Y'all are <laughs> magic assholes. I like pat him on the leg and I'm like, All right, Gary. It was nice meeting you, pal, uh. Don't rough him up too bad in there. Ah, uh, well, there's nothing like a little tough love. He's gonna roll his shoulder a little bit. Oh God, why did I do that, Imitar? Please, don't worry, I'll be around. If at the very least, I'll be praying for you. And if you ever do need me, just sit a while and just listen to what your heart says. Because then I'll know uh, you're thinking of me. And then I'll send some kind of celestial being to talk to you. Because I can do that. Really? Probably. I'm a cleric. That's awesome. (laughs) Yeah, Faith's pretty friggin' sweet. And he's gonna reach for a high five from Ixin. (laughs) Right? (laughs) Oh, God, I made it awkward. No, I... Um... I admire 
Your faith. You have shown me that there is more than one way to have faith. And I really do appreciate what you've taught me and your tenacity. And I, I wish I had some of it. I... It's it's a long time coming, but I'm. It, it took a while for me to become this um. Frumpy, I guess. <laughs> oh, I was gonna say badass, but I mean frumpy works too. Yeah, well, potato, potato. Can we get some potatoes? I'm getting hungry. Ixen, I think I think you're on the right path towards becoming. The true faith in yourself. Doubt will happen. Sometimes you'll fall. But that's the part about faith, is it will always be there for you. To pick you up and carry on. Pocket Podcast Network. Quality programming right to your pocket.